the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 72 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Liam and I'm eight. And uh, my other kid, Anna, is not here today, but we have someone else with us. Hi, I'm Nick and I'm 12. Awesome. Thanks for joining us again, Nick, all the way from London. Happy to have you here. Thank you very much. Yeah. And uh, we've been we've been kind of geeking out offline uh, about Force Arena quite a bit. So you came on today to uh, geek out with us on the show yeah. about Force Arena mm-hmm. and really looking yeah. forward to that. But before we do that, I wanted to, uh, you know, do a little bit of our uh, regular show, talk about some news and different things like that. Um, so uh, thank you so much for joining us and, and doing that, too. So but also... Uh, you know, uh, so it's just you're you're in London right now, and personally, I've been thinking a lot about uh, you know people over in, in the UK, and and of course the horrible thing that happened in Manchester, and uh, you know honestly like this, what? remember the the bomb? Remember I talked to you about that in in Manchester? Oh, yeah. It's over in England. Well, my my um, dad's from Manchester, so it was a bit. Um... Yeah, yeah. So we're we're thinking about everybody over there, and. Um, yeah, this is horrible. And I, I honestly like my first thought was about your family and and wondering whether you were at that concert. I don't know if you're an Ari Underground fan or not, but um, you know, I wasn't. Yeah. So um, yeah. So and and you know, uh, I was gonna say thinking about everyone in the UK, and then I was gonna say Britain, and I was gonna say, could you? So you're twelve, Nick. I am. And and I think that you will be able to explain this better than the multiple times I've looked this up on Wikipedia. What is the difference between UK, Britain, Great Britain, and England? Right. Um, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> trust me. So the United Kingdom, the UK, uh-huh. is England, uh, Scotland, Wales, and the Northern Ireland. Okay. Britain... It's just another word for England, I think. Please don't quote me on that. <laughs> so good. So even you're confused about Great, it. <laughs> I feel better now. <laughs> Great Britain is England, Wales, and Scotland. <laughs> All and right. There's so much more. There's the British Isles. There's oh, sure. absolutely everything. Yeah, so so I just I don't know. I just wanted to really you know quick say that our thoughts are with all the families who are affected by that horrible thing, and ugh, it's just been giving me bad dreams and everything. So, um, but also uh, I wanted to comment that for a short while uh, I felt like, uh, and this is not related to the attack, uh, but related to something else. I felt like for a short while uh, the United States was more enlightened than Europe. Because you just recently had a visitor of one of our uh, citizens, uh, who also happens to be our president. So, unfortunately, we let him back in the country, and now he's back here. So, yeah. thank you for taking him off our hands for a couple of days. We're trying to ship him off to uh, trying to ship him off to Greenland. Yeah, see if he can yeah. learn a few things. Well, I think that he'd be happy to go to Greenland because he'd assume that it's all green. Yeah, that's that's not the extent of his knowledge. 
Uh, all right. Well, okay. We're going to talk about more fun stuff now and yeah. <laughs> talk about some yeah, Star Wars. Let's do that. Let's talk about some Star Wars stuff. What kind of Star Wars stuff besides Force Arena have you been up to, Nick? Anything? Oh, yeah. I finished Death Troopers. Yeah. Death Troopers. So, Death Troopers, the, the Legends novel, not Death Troopers, the, uh, you know, Krennic's, uh, special guard in Rogue One. Right. Yeah. So. Also Thrawn. What's that? Oh, Thrawn too. That's right. Yeah. Um, and if you hear clinking of ice, it's because it's still early enough in the day for me to have uh, my my cold pressed coffee. So I apologize, but I'm going to take a drink of coffee right now. <laughs> and if and if you hear um, some very odd uh, tunes in the background, that is a very loud ice cream van that just roams our streets. Oh yeah, what song do they play? I think they they, they play Green Sleeves by Henry VIII. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I can't I know that I'd know it if I heard it but I don't know the tune. It's like Oh okay sure yeah yeah. Yeah it always amazes me the songs that those ice cream trucks choose to play. It's like let's get a little more modern here shall we? I don't know what kids are like oh classical music that means ice cream I don't know. <laughs> it's just about for uh, 600 years out of date but they <laughs> Oh, the ice cream isn't 600 years update. <laughs> well, then it's just cheese. Yeah, it's just horrible. Cave-age <laughs> cheese, yeah. Uh, so, so you read Death Troopers, which is, uh, which is like a, that horror novel uh, that is the sequel. Actually, it's like a... It, it was written after... No, it was written... Was it written? Oh, the novel with that creepy guy the, in the, the zombie, zombie, zombie uh, stormtroopers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a movie made of that, right? No, there was no movie, no. Ah. Okay, that would be freaky. That would be freaky. Personally, yeah. um, I preferred Red Harvest. Uh, Red Harvest, Because yeah. I read that as well, I think it was two years ago now. Um, yeah. No, a year ago. Uh, and I, I, I thought it just a bit overkill with the gore for Death Troop. Mm-hmm. But I think it was... I didn't think... I didn't think it was long enough because I didn't think they explained enough about how the virus uh, continued from like three thousand five hundred BBY or whatever red harvest. Yeah. So um, yeah, but <laughs> it's legends. It's all legends now, so. Right. I right. suppose it doesn't really matter. Well, not yeah, not really. No. <laughs> Which kind of almost makes it better in a way, right? Because you can read it and just have fun with it and not not think about how it has to connect to everything else or whether or not it even does. And, you know, there's, there's something, something to be said for that, I think. Um, but yeah, so that, that's one that I think I told you I'd listened to the audio book on that one and it was horrifying. That's horrible. Especially oh. that must've been the what the eating, the eating. And it honestly, it was more of the, uh, the sound of them. Oh, like oh. it was just, like when they're on the Star Destroyer, and and I think it was the Star Destroyer, right? And there's all the troopers, and they're all zombies, and it's just like, yeah, what's that? Screaming, yeah, yeah. It's just constant background, horrible wailing and screaming, and it's just oh, it just it got to me. Um, yeah, so so I'm glad that you just read it. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, we uh, yesterday. Uh, my wife's cousin was over and he introduced you, Liam. I was outside doing some yard work, but he introduced you to, uh, star Wars rap battles. 
Is oh, that right? They're awesome. Have you seen these, Nick? I've never seen these before. I showed Zach some. You showed Zach? I've seen a couple of them, but I've never seen any Star Wars ones. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 people in full cosplay. Yeah. Uh, pretty well done. Pretty well done cosplay uh, doing rap battles. Um, like, they're basically just roasting each other in raps. Yeah, that's, that's kind of, you know. Star yeah, Wars like, people roasting each other in raps. Yep. Yep. It's, I, I, honestly, I cannot speak to the... To the age appropriateness of it, because I haven't really watched them yet. But it's, I think for the most for the most part, swearing yeah. in some of them, I think. oh, a little bit. You think there may be swearing in some of them? Yeah. Uh, no, oh. I I watched like a pretty Justin. I watched all of them. All of them. Swears. The Star Wars rap battles. Oh, yeah, wow. there was only like it could five. be that maybe because it's Star Wars they cleaned it up a little bit. I don't know. Uh, but no. So that was that was interesting and something that I had never heard about or seen, which is, as uh, as Liam, your mom, pointed out, pretty rare that I was introduced to something new about Star Wars by somebody else. But there's so much stuff out there now that there's no way to keep what up with all it? of it. What? That's for sure. The rap battles, I'd never even heard about it before. So. Me neither. Yeah. One thing that's also um, been like, uh, taking over my life a bit is Galaxy of Heroes. Star Wars Galaxy right. of Heroes game. Yeah. That's the, the other app, that app, right? I think I... That's the one where it's like on a, like you start off on a hollow chessboard kind of, and, yeah. and it's turn turn based. Yeah. Yeah, I have it oh, on the old phone too. I played it some. Yeah, yeah, I started playing that, and then when Force Arena came out, I, I uh, completely dropped it. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I still managed to balance the two a bit. Um, I've, I've been playing yeah. this since January, so I'm level sixty one. Um, oh wow! I, I, think nice. I play a bit too much than I should. Too much that I should. Um, I've got like so crazy Kylo Ren and Talia. Do you know who Talia is? That one night sister from uh, the, the night sister's arc where Grievous is going to Dathomir. Uh, and there's one named Talia. Yeah, Talia. She's the one at the start with the two swords. Sure. Yeah, I know her. I know her. Is she named in in the Clone Wars? Is she named? No, the, but the point is that like it's so obscure. They have so many crazy yeah. obscure characters in it. Like they have Eeth Koth and um, yeah, I don't know. Let me think. Uh, they have Darth Nihilus. What? Yeah, my friend. It's not even canon. Toby plays. <laughs> Toby plays. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I think I know what Night Sister you're referring to. I didn't realize she was named. I think I had her too. Yeah, that's cool. You know, I was wondering, Nick, if uh, I heard that you had a la- uh, the last Jedi teaser story, and I had one too. And uh, I don't think we haven't we have not heard each other's stories. Uh, mine is pretty quick, so if you want, I can start with mine. Go ahead. So I'm in class. You know, I teach. So I teach. Uh, I'm usually in the classroom. You know, like ten kids, uh, and their ages range from like six months to three years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm in class, and my phone is buzzing because this is you know, the time that the, the trailer is dropping. Uh, but I could not, you know, I wasn't going to ask work off just so I could watch the trailer live. So, so I'm missing all of the excitement, you know, uh, not watching the live stream at all. But of course, because I knew this was all going on, I had to check my phone just, just to see, you know, what was happening and whether or not it, you know, was a teaser because we didn't even know for sure that we were getting a teaser. Right. Uh, (laughs) and I, and I look at my phone and I see an email from you, Nick. <laughs> and your email says, <laughs> and I'm going to look it up right now. 
and and it's funny because what it what it did I spoil it uh, for you? No, you did you did not. You did not spoil it. But your the subject line was that trailer, and all you wrote was a quote. There's one thing I know: it's time for the Jedi to end. That's all. That's what you said, yeah. okay? And I and I read that, and I'm like, huh? Who says that? So for the next like two hours in class, all I can think is, who says that line? <laughs> And I'm thinking, is it Luke? Is it? It could be Luke. It could be Snoke. It could be Kylo. It could be Leia. I have no idea. It could be Ray. No idea who says this line. So it was nice because he kind of set up this mystery for me because he didn't say who said it. And so I just have that line running through my head for. And then I actually went home for lunch because I. And then I had a meeting later, but I went home because I wanted to watch it. And the kids were off of school that day, and they hadn't seen it yet because they were waiting for me to come home. So then we watched it, and I was like, oh, it's Luke. So I thought that was funny. Thank you so much for not saying who said that line. You said you had a little teaser story. I thought you were like a theory. Oh, I didn't say I had a theory. I had a story. That's my story. Like a teaser story thing that's not canon or something. No, no, no. It was a story. Oh, no, just a story about the day the teaser came out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. I'm not, I'm not mad, Nick. <laughs> I, it's okay. And I'm, I'm actually kind of glad that you sent that because it was a funny little thing for me to think about <laughs> for the, that morning. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, how about you? Well, I was in Ireland, my homeland, kind of because I'm half Irish. My, oh. I've got a very Irish heritage. Um, and but unfortunately, I was on the other side of Ireland, Skellig Michael. Um, but I know that some of our family friends did go to Skellig Michael, um, mm-hmm. about the same time we were there. But the yeah. thing is that I had about a week in advance cause I knew that there was so much time difference between Ireland and the U S which is when it was being streamed, uh, which where it was being streamed from. Um, so I, I had it all planned in my head when I was going to do it. And, but our the house we were staying in was absolutely in the middle of nowhere and had the worst Wi-Fi. I think I've ever experienced. <laughs> so I, I was constantly refreshing this um, this thing so I could actually watch it properly. Um, but I was watching yeah. the I was watching the EU one, but so many people were watching it that it was a uh, kind of impossible to watching it with, watch it without resetting every ten minutes. So I was I was watching it, and they were like, "We're gonna we have something to show you," and I was like, "Oh my gosh! Please do not cut! Please do not cut!" <laughs> and and i was like and it cut and i was like wait what and but they it's because they did that thing where they instead of showing a teaser trailer they showed a teaser poster right so i came back thinking i've just missed my opportunity to watch this for the first time and then i looked and they were just showing this random poster and i'm like what's (laughs) this about and then they were like and then they were like now we're gonna show you the trailer and I was like, yes! <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so you got to see it in its in its full glory and it didn't cut out? I did. And I, I was like yelling over to my family because we had some cousins over who live in Ireland. And I was yelling over, come on, the, the, it's the trailer! <laughs> and they were like, oh yes. And so we all watched it together for the first time. Awesome. And 
Yeah, I think I quoted that wrong. I think I think I quoted Luke wrong in that uh, email though. Doesn't he say I only know one truth? I only know one truth. It's time for the Jedi turned. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't hold it against you. It's okay. <laughs> you had literally just watched it, right? <laughs> yeah. I watched it about three times after that. So yeah, yeah. I just rewinded the stream. It's a good teaser. It's, it's a good uh, teaser. yeah. I can't wait till the can't wait for the trailer though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so Nick, you sent us uh, you sent a couple of photos, and I did not see them until today, which is weird. And I think you sent them like two days ago. I don't know how I missed them. Do you have an actual scar on your face? Are you Ezra? Nick? No, no, I drew it on my face. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like an actual scar. Yeah, That's good. Does he? I guess I didn't show Liam, so I'm looking up the email now. Yeah, no, that's that's. Uh... How did he do that? <laughs> that's so real. Wait, let's it does. Have a look at it now. I didn't I, think it's that real. Wait, let me, let's have a look. Send. Well, I think that the the fact that the the image is a little bit grainy kind of lends to the uh, to the authenticity oh, of yeah, the scar. It does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm just one other thing is that I, I uh, had a very, very elaborate theory, which I think I sent you. So yes, yes. It's about Let's hear it. DJ, because you sent me that photo of DJ and Ezra compared, and uh, I, I looked at it and I was like, this is amazing. But then I looked. And, and I really quick, though, to, just to remind our listeners, or in case they don't know yet, so DJ is the uh, Benicio del Toro's character from the Last Jedi, and then we we saw this image of him uh, in the the Vanity Fair spread that came out last week. So, okay, yep. So um, you had a theory about that. And um, my theory, I you can see the scar on his cheek, and I'm thinking that's Ezra. But just to prove it even more, if you look really closely on his other cheek, you can see the ending of another scar. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now. Uh, let's see here. So, okay, sure, I can kind of I can kind of see it. Yep. And my I mean my theory. I'm just gonna read it out. Um, so. I'm thinking that DJ is Ezra, so um, I'm assuming that the J is for Jabba, because you, uh -huh, uh -huh. you know when he's always going undercover and he calls himself Jabba. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what the D would stand for, but there you go. And um, <laughs> I think that, you know Amelyn Holdo, uh, Laura Dern's character? Yep, yep. the purple-haired yeah. purple -haired woman, yeah. yep, yep. I think she's Sabine. Oh, She's still got uh, the same exotic taste in hair dye, doesn't she? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, what do you, what do you think, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe uh, TJ and Sabine are best friends in the movie. <laughs> DJ and Sabine. Oh, and uh, raise their daughter. <laughs> what? I raised their daughter. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, wow. You know, I'm not even going to poke holes in that theory. <laughs> I'm just gonna, nope. We're just going to roll with it. Nope. <laughs> like we did with your Mace Window theory. What, my Mace Window theory? Uh -huh. There's no holes in my Mace Window is Snoke theory. What are you talking about? Not at all, no. There was. There aren't any now. Nope. 
Now that that... We taped it back together. Now that the, <laughs> we taped the theory back together. Yeah. Now that the, the comic is coming out and confirming it. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> so, yeah, no. Uh... My, my only... Okay, I, I lied, Nick. I am going to poke a hole in your theory. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Just, just one hole. One hole. Unless... Okay, so Sabine, so Laura Dern is very, very white, and I and Sabine strikes me as a, um, as like an Asian, you know. I mean, obviously there's no Asia in Star Wars, right? But if someone played Sabine, I would hope that it would be an Asian person. So that's that's the only hole, though. And they could, I mean, they could kind of spackle over that. I think that they sort of already did with, uh, with Saw, you know, Jesus animated teams. animated Saw and. Uh, Daddy, like and you live said action yourself, saw. Teasers you know, they, tease. They look quite different. Teasers tease? Yeah. So, so is this a know. teaser photo of DJ? Are they lying with the scar? Are they trolling us? Did they add the scar in Photoshop to make us do exactly what we're doing right you now? You said one hole. It's more than one. <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, what, what DJ could stand for, Nick? Uh, I like the J as Jabba. Uh, I had seen the theory that D stand for uh, stood for Doom, and J stood for Jarus. <gasps> so, so it was Ezra's way of honoring Kanan by <laughs> that. I feel like that's like stretching the rubber band to the point of breaking. <laughs> but I thought that was interesting. Uh, or, or if like you know, someone says to Ezra. You you used to have these lofty ideals of a Jedi, and now you're just this, you know. They I think they referred to DJ as a, a shifty uh, newcomer, right? Uh, uh, what kind of newcomer? Shifty. Shifty, yes. So and now you're shifty. You know, you used to be a Jedi, now you're shifty. And to which Ezra would reply, "Don't judge." So <laughs> that's DJ. DJ. So maybe I don't know. Maybe that was like the Bendu's thing too. Don't judge. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, what else from that Vanity Fair, uh, Vanity Fair thing? Did you want to talk about Nick? Did you have anything else that stood out to you there? Just have a quick look. And actually, we'll call this the news. So let's head on over to the news. So yeah, I think. For, for me, one of the things that stood out, and I think I knew this already, but I never, I didn't really think about it in this way, that Ryan, this is like Ryan Johnson's movie. Like, it's his, he's the only person who wrote it, as far as who's credited for it. Uh, and he is the director, you know, like, uh, like with The Force Awakens, it was J.J. Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan and Michael Arndt, and they all kind of had a hand in writing it and, and crafting the story. And also the story was even, to a certain extent, George Lucas's story. I mean, I think Michael Arndt kind of took what Lucas, like Lucas's ideas for what this story was going to be and then kind of made it his own, and then it was further changed. But this is like a singular vision of Ryan Johnson, it seems like, which is pretty cool. What's up, Luke? Do you think they named Luke after... Uh... Lucas. Oh, did Lucas name Luke after himself? I've thought about that often, actually, and I think uh, it would, it would, it would. I, I would say yes. Okay, um, that's what I thought. But it seems very narcissistic, very like self-involved for George Lucas to name the hero of the story after himself. Sounds a bit like George Luke? Lucas. <laughs> What's that? Sounds a bit like George Lucas to me. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want it to be true, but at the same time, it probably is. <laughs> uh, 
uh, honestly, there might be a behind the scenes. I haven't read like the big, huge, you know, behind the scenes of a new hope book. I wonder if that information's in there or not. But anyway, I like that, you know, like Ryan Johnson, it's his singular vision, which I think most people would agree makes for like a more cohesive movie. But the prequels were also a singular vision and that of George Lucas. And a lot of people say that that's the problem with the prequels, that it it isn't a collaboration. So I don't know. What do you think, Nick? Do you think this is like a, I mean, I, have you seen any, I don't know. No, you probably haven't seen any Ryan Johnson movies. Uh, but I, I just wonder whether or not you think it's a good thing or a bad thing that just one person is kind of spearheading this whole thing. Well, I think that, um, I think that having, well, it has advantages and disadvantages because if it's just one person, then there's no like conflicting views. You have one story because that's that one person is writing that one story and there's no other influences on them. But, but on the other hand, they could write a really rubbish story and nobody could tell them that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, I guess what's the difference. So maybe, so, so I, I feel a little more confident saying that this is going to be a good movie. And maybe that's because like the story group is involved too. So when we say it's a singular vision, there's no such thing as that anymore in Lucasfilm. No, like that, that doesn't exist anymore the way it did, the way it did with George Lucas. Um, because it is still a collaboration. So maybe, you know, if, like you said, he did, he did write a, a bad, just a bad story. I have a feeling, you know, story group would be like, Hey, let's do it this way a little bit instead. And then he'd say, sure. And he would still be the sole credit, you know, for the screenplay. Cause they're not going to add all nine members of the story group to the, to the writing credits. But, uh, yeah. So I, I mean, I have a lot of confidence, but I also just kind of wonder, yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's kind of, you know, I've heard the criticisms of the force awakens is that, you know, they, uh, that it, it doesn't seem necessarily like completely consistent from beginning to end. And there's like gaps in explanation for certain things. Uh, and maybe that could be a result of, um, you know, the, the too many cooks in the kitchen kind of thing. That is true. With, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll just, um, I was just looking at the crowds for Canto Bite and uh, yeah. just noticed the weirdest person I think I've seen, <laughs> which is basically, yeah. um, Who's the it's someone's face, but like made really, really big and put on like a not regular sized body. Yes, I know who you're talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up the vanity. I should have had this up already, but I'm pulling it up so Liam can see too. Uh, so, you know what it reminded me of? And, and you watched Doctor Who, right? I watched Doctor Who. I watched the first two seasons of Matt Smith. Okay, okay. So, that's uh, that's the, the 11th Doctor, right? Yeah, so... Oh, I know I what think. it reminds me of. So, this reminds me of the night of, like, the second episode of the basically rebooted, you know, new series with the ninth Doctor... And I can't remember her name, but it's just a big sheet of skin, basically, flattened out. And then her face is in the middle of it, and she's the last surviving human. Oh, like yeah, millions that's the of... one I watched. You've seen that one, Liam, yeah. So it's I think really you're, talking about, you're talking about um, this person who, like, doesn't have a chin, right? And, uh, and she's bold. Yeah, not, so not the, <laughs> not the character to the far right that's mm-hmm. kind of hairy. 
no. Yeah, so this, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Pretty weird. And um, it, yeah. I know what it reminds me of from Doctor Who. Have you seen that episode with the, uh, I found quite upsetting with the, uh, the big old dolls? The big what? The dolls, like the huge dolls and like turn Amy Pond into a doll. I don't remember that one. But yeah, I remember that because like, they they get like really distorted, horrible versions of their faces. It's a horrible episode. I don't like that. But it. Oh yeah. Yeah, and the, the yeah. Those episodes all blur together. Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, ick. <laughs> I just looked up that image. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, that's not actually that creepy. Well, well it when is you see in, them walking around the TV show, yes. it's probably going to be really creepy. Yeah, in context, it's it's mm. creepy. Yeah, and so uh, it also reminds me of it, the, the the flesh gangers. <laughs> yeah, again, you lost me. <laughs> so that is that one episode where like they're in this weird factory thing, and one of them falls in. And yep. they get like a really stretchy body, and um, they they look like the people that fall in. Are you sure I want to look at this? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah yeah. About that, if I um, if I brought that up. No. Why is there a picture of Cassie and Andor Flash in these? Gangers. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like if Google has my history of Google searches, like. Pretty much anything I Google is going to give me a Star Wars result. <laughs> For some reason, I Googled Flesh Gangers and I got Cassie and Andor. Not Flesh Ganged. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's right. Wow, you know, those those episodes all blur together to me. And my, my wife and I, we watched them really quickly. Kind of binge-watched all the Doctor Who episodes. And yeah. So, I mean, I had heard that people say that this looks more like Doctor Who aliens than, than Star Wars aliens. I think... Okay in context of Star Wars that it's going to it's going to play well. I don't I don't see them focusing on any one of these human It'd characters. Probably based or... some of the stuff on Doctor Who. Yeah. I like the horse guy. Horse guy's awesome. Yeah, the horse guy. Oh yeah. I named him, right? Yeah, although I think I think you thought those were horns. I think those are ears. What did I name him? Big crazy horn guy or something like that. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> he is actually so cool. But if you go to the second image, um, and you look at the, the the person with the slightly flat face, um, just to the right of that weird, uh, right there. Doctor Who one. Yeah. And to the right, there's a there's a woman, and I'm wondering if that's Lupita Nyong'o. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, I'm probably wrong. Don't know. Yeah, possibly. I, I see who you're saying. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I would say no, but it, maybe. Um, yeah, there is. There's some weird aliens in this one too. There's the four-eyed one, where the mouth is like in between the set of four eyes. That's pretty weird. And really, kind of. I'm not even gonna say what I think it looks like. Uh, and then why? Because it's a kids show. So also behind this, this, uh, this person with the flat face, there's like a, a little head. You can see the top of a head. Oh, yeah. And there's and there's like a like almost like I don't know what kind of outfit this person looks like. Hanging curtains 
as part of their outfit that they have on. I really want to see what that alien head looks I think like. That might be one and of then Plocoon's aliens, maybe. Possibly. And to the right of that, you have to the direct right, you have this big black mask. Yeah, he looks. Thing. He looks a bit. That looks a bit like Kylo Ren's mask, doesn't it? And then there's some black. T- Kylo Ren might be spying on people there. <laughs> that might be someone's funeral or something, and people might be spying. No, so this is at a casino. Remember, I was wrong about this being a funeral, because I didn't oh. even read the captions. Well, so, maybe he's spying on some people. And, and we know, I think we know from this story that that Finn and Rose end up going to, I believe, this casino to go like undercover to find out something about They're going to find DJ. That's what I think. They're going to find DJ, yeah. Maybe. And DJ's Ray's dad. Yeah, of course. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, there's a lot more to talk about with this Vanity Fair article, but I think we might have to save that for next week because uh, we got to talk about Force Arena. Uh, Nick, when you play Force Arena, do you have the uh, the music on or off? I sometimes have it on. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's just been like, I keep it off. I don't know. I shut it off like a week in and then I completely forgot there was music and then Liam started playing it on my old phone and I'm like, oh, there's music in this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's, oh, and Liam has it on his phone right now. Oh, come on now. What the <laughs> shut, off the <laughs> shut off the sound. It's distracting. I can't concentrate. <laughs> All right, but before we go into Force Arena, though, Nick, I think you said you had some impressions, and I was wondering if you wanted to... Uh, to oh, and, and maybe you said you had some canon news, too, didn't you? Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's go to canon news really quick, and we can do that first. The canon news song, yeah. The canon news song, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what do you have for us, Nick? Something from the Rogue One novelization, is that right? Oh, yeah, I was just thinking. Uh, I watched the video, and it said what Krennic thinks before he is killed. Huh, yeah. And he's thinking about what Jin said to him, where, what, was she, what did she say? Um, My father put a fuse in the middle of your station, and I've just told the whole galaxy how to light it. Yeah. And she And he's thinking about that, and he's like, oh, my gosh. I approved one thermal exhaust port that could blow up the entire station <laughs> if someone put some torpedoes in it, then he dies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, what is it? Um, I hate you, Gail Nurso. Is that right? Is that what it was? I'm pretty yeah. sure. What was I, I hate it. you, Gail Nurso? That was Krennic's last thought before he died. Because he, he just realized that Krennic, uh, uh, Galen, uh, put the thermal exhaust port in, which is the trench run. Yeah. Uh, it's it's yeah. pretty easy to stuff, turns out. <laughs> and, and then what I love, though, is... Mistakes. What's, what's that? You, you think they learn from their mistakes? Oh, there's a tiny hole that you can uh, use to blow up the station. Okay, for this next design, people, we're going to make the hole so big that a ship can fit in it. <laughs> well, it wasn't done yet. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, I'm. I will forever be the apologist for uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So, so it's it's nice to know. And, you know, the novel is canon unless it's unless it's a uh, you know overwritten somewhere else, right? That's what they've said about the novelizations of the movies. Yeah. Uh, and and even like with the Force Awakens novelization, it's overwritten by the Force Awakens movie <laughs> in a couple in a couple spots. Uh, 
but but I don't think we'll get any other version of what was going through Krennic's mind right before he died, which uh, which I, I think it's really I love the fact that Tarkin is the one who chose to do that because by doing that he killed the very person who could tell them what the weakness was in the Death Star, which is how Tarkin dies. <laughs> they both kind of get revenge in each other without knowing. Yes, yeah, it's uh the empire eats itself, you know, it's like the snake eating its own tail. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it's very, um, it's a hypocrite. Poetic, poetic justice. Yes. That's <laughs> all right. And, uh, and I think, uh, did you have some impressions you wanted to do, Nick? I do have a very good Yoda impression. All right. Let's hear it. Well, at least people say it's good. Okay. All right. And sometimes I got to say, you know, when, when your voice is coming through a, you know, a microphone across an ocean, you know, so yeah. it's, it's probably, it probably sounds better in person, but let's, let's hear it. <coughs> do or don't. There is no try. Nice. Really good. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That took hours to perfect. <laughs> so how do you I'm, better I'm, in person I, I know it would how, I'm curious Nick do you do you uh, how do you perfect it do you, are you recording yourself and listening back no and I, I was no. just a joke um I, oh. <laughs> at Christmas um I had a uh, we had this thing where we like had we had to do dares and um my dare was to do a Yoda impression and uh <laughs> there you go nice nice it's it's useful to uh to actually have a sore throat it's better when you have yeah. a sore throat because you can do that <clears throat> mm, yeah that's a good point uh yeah my old impression always ends up ends up sounding like grover from sesame street so which, you know. i have a grover thing i have grover <laughs> like as a as a stuffed um guy and yeah. i got him for my first birth i've got him for like my birth so he has my wow. uh, year of birth on him his foot Nice. I was always a fan of Super Grover. That was always my favorite, my favorite skit on Sesame Street. I'd always call my mom in to watch with me, because I just thought Super Grover was hilarious. Because he'd always Grover. he'd always fall down. It was Grover, but he was pretending to be a, you know, superhero in Sesame Street, and he would always crash. He could never land. <laughs> he would always crash into people's houses and stuff. <laughs> Uh, honestly, Sesame Street formed my humor. Like, like the things I find funny, I realize more as I look back at old Sesame Street clips. Uh, like they were doing like comedic torture before, like before Andy Kaufman was doing it. I think uh, with uh, upstairs downstairs, which was the Monster Piece Theater skit where Grover ro- walks up the stairs and he says, "I am now walking up the stairs," and then he gets up to the top and he goes, "Now." I am going to walk down the stairs. And then he walks down the stairs and he goes up and then he goes down and he gets more tired as he does it. And that's the whole thing. <laughs> Which I just, I oh, love yeah, it. That part. It's so funny. Upstairs, downstairs. Yeah. You've seen it. Uh, all right. All right. Well, let's geek out about force arena. Force, force arena overdrive. Force arena overdrive. <laughs> So, for those who don't know, we're going we're gonna to talk about this app. This app that is a game called Force Arena. And 
Uh, it's a mobile, so it's a mobile app, real-time player versus player online battle game, and you have the option to either play one-on-one -on -one or two-on-two. And so when I say it's real time, it means it like it's actually real time. You're actually fighting with someone else who is who knows where. Uh, sometimes they're in London, uh, and you're you know controlling your characters. It's it's not turn based. It's actually live, and there are cards that you use. And so the idea is that you have a leader, and that's who you are. But then you also have a hand of cards that are anything from a single sniper to like an ATST or a tie bomber. And you play those cards by placing them on the battle board, and then they go off and kind of fight on their own, while you, as this leader, who could be like Darth Vader, or Luke, or Han, or Jin, you are also fighting. Or you could maybe hang back and defend your turrets, because the goal of the game is to destroy more turrets than the other person. And it's free to play, and the best part is that there's like a leveling system, so if you just start playing today, you're going to be playing against people who are at your same level, for the most part, give or take. Uh, so you won't be just losing every game because you just started while everybody else has been playing since January. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Liam's tapping on my hand because what? what's up, bud? I just donated you a bunch of cards. Oh, and, oh, so also an important part of the game is that there's guilds. So it's like a group that you can join. And uh, Liam just told me that he donated me a bunch of cards uh, because I requested some cards in this guild. And if you're a fellow member of the guild, like Liam is, like Nick, you're a member of the same guild as us, yep. uh, you know, you can donate and then you can also kind of work together to get better uh, rewards at the end of the season, which is basically a week, I think. Um, yeah. And, and the one that we're all a member of is... The Jodo Cast, all one word, the J O D O C A S T, and uh, yeah. So, did I miss anything, Nick? Is that kind of a, a good overview? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure because I, I know a lot of our listeners probably haven't played it yet. I I feel a little bad telling them to play it because I know it's, they're gonna get really addicted to it. <laughs> and, and they're going to play it a lot. Uh, but as long as they join our guild, it's all good. Because then we get more points. <laughs> Give me Death Trooper cards. <laughs> Is that what you're going after? Death Trooper cards now? Oh, I have been. Um, I, don't, I don't use the Death Troopers. So I'll, I'll donate all, all of mine to you. Um, well, yeah, I'll put them on request. And, uh, <laughs> I would if I had them, but I don't actually have Death Troopers. I don't think you're leveled so, up enough yet, right? Nope. So what tier are you, Liam? I'm tier 3. You're tier 3, so... And I still hasn't... You said tier 3, you get the, um, droid repairs. The droid repairs? Yeah. Is that the the thing that you get when you're yep. in tier 3? Okay. I don't have any. You don't have That's that what yet? That's you said. Oh, okay. But yeah, you get Death Troopers when you get to Chromium, which is the tier I'm in, tier 5. Tier 5, okay, alright. And uh, when you reach tier 6, which is what I'm in, because I've been playing since literally day 1, uh, you don't get anything. No. <laughs> you just get better, you get better decks, basically. Better, uh, better rewards, but you don't get any new new characters. So. Yeah, I think it's Death Troopers, the Corridian, and something goes when you get to tier 5, I can't remember. I think it's an epic yeah. card. I, don't know, I think it's the Zabrak Assassins. Oh, yeah. Nope, definitely not. I have the Zabrak Assassins. Oh. Um, the ones who disappear? Yep. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, then I'm not sure. 
Yeah. So, right. So this game came out in January, January 11th. And I just kind of randomly happened to see that, I think it was on the StarWars.com website, uh, they, they had a little story about it. And I was like, oh, let's see what this game's about. And I was so happy that I started playing the day it came out. But like I said, it's still, it doesn't really matter. Like, Nick, you, you started back, I think, in March, maybe? Uh, late February. Late February. And, I mean, it's still super, like, you're having a ball with it. And you're probably winning more games than losing, which is always a good thing. Uh, yeah, really yeah. my love for Chronic. I play, I main Chronic for the Empire and Baze for the Rebels. I have, do you have Chirrut? I do have level 2 Chirrut. I have um, level... Wait, oh, let me see, let me see. I also have level 2 5th Brother. Which I know, oh, nice. I know you play 7th Sister a lot, Bean. Uh, yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, I have level two Chirrut too. Yeah. Oh, cool. I I am a I'm I'm a lightsaber person. I really have a hard time playing with characters who can only 10. who can only shoot because I always because I started off playing with Luke. So like my natural inclination is to run right up to somebody, <laughs> and and when I have someone who has a blaster, that is not the right strategy. Um. So so I'm a I'm a Luke. Uh, I usually play with Luke, and I have a level. I'm level three Luke with a level two Obi Wan, which I'm pretty happy about. Um, I'm shooting for level four Luke, but I have been trading. Nick, I've been trading and trading, trying to get more Lukes. I will not get more Lukes. Like I can't get any more. Weird. I will not get Chronics. No. No cards to get to level three, which is pretty annoying. Um, I I wonder. I do have one card to get Bays to level four because I do have level three Bays. Ugh. I've I don't think I've ever fought anyone who's a level four anything. I haven't yet. I no, I haven't yet. And I just want to be level four Luke so bad, but I I'm halfway there and I can't get it. So what when I you? when I level said by the way that we were going to geek out about Force Arena, this this is exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> and people who don't play Force Arena maybe have tuned out by now, which is okay uh, because you know it's it's nice for us to talk about things that we are interested in and not have to worry about <laughs> whether people are still listening. If you are still listening, uh, you know, and you play it, I think, uh, or even if you don't play it, maybe you're just interested in it. It's really fun. And all of this will make sense to you after you've played it. (laughs) Uh, so, so Nick, what, uh, I'm curious if you have any, uh, like strategy tips, because I know you play a lot and what, what kinds of things do you feel like you do that maybe other people don't or, or certain uh, ways of playing that uh, that end up, you know, with you winning more often than not. Um, so, for my Chronic deck, I have level two Death Squad leader, mm-hmm. um, and I'm halfway to getting him to level three. Uh, nice. And so he's really cool because he spawns in Death Troopers. Uh, Death Squad. What's so, the Death Squad? No, Death Troop, the Death Trooper Squad. So, oh, so, so yeah, you know, and I haven't, I've only played with Krennic a few times, but the way that works is the Death Trooper will, if they stay alive, they'll end up spawning more Death Troopers. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's amazing. That's, I, I love Death Troopers. I think uh, they're they're basically Pathfinders for the Empire. Um, yeah, yeah. And so I love playing with Death Troopers and also the Death Squad Leader, which means when I put them both in at the same time, I have five Death Troopers. <laughs> which means, and one of them is like double the health of the others. Yeah, it's a lot of black armor. 
and um, it can just take someone down in about two seconds. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I... At the same time. Um, and so I tend to have aggressive defense is kind of my strategy where I mm. kind of I wait for the people to come to my turret. Then I spawn in a load of stuff and catch them off guard. Yeah. Um, so say it was a an Ezra. They come down. They, I, you as people play Ezra usually have like a lot of um, a lot. They have swarms where like there's a lot of a lot of a lot of infantry. Yeah, a lot of infantry. Yeah, yeah. I usually try to clear them out with a with next wing or, or sorry a tie, and then yep. uh, he's left vulnerable, so I can just spawn in my death troopers and yeah. cut all the turrets because they can just do that. They're pretty crazy, and uh, I find Krennic is a very good hero to play. But yeah. if I am, uh, if I am in a situation where I'm being chased by someone who has melee attacks, I have a strategy where I run away, and about every second I fire a couple of shots, but they can't hit me because they're melee. So mm -hmm. I, sure. I just wait. I just chase. I, they, I just let them chase me around the map till they die. <laughs> and as a Luke who has done that. I cannot tell you how frustrating it is to be chasing someone and be like, come back here! <laughs> Especially because Krennic's pretty fast. Yes. I, it's always like, a lot of times it's just like half a second too late before I realize like, oh wait, I'm chasing this person. And I should not be doing that. Get get back, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, so... So that's interesting. So So, okay, so like, cards have energy, right? And so... Uh, so you're, you're the kind of person who will kind of just stand there and let it, let your energy, you know, uh, get all the way up to 10. And have you ever, have you ever gotten it where, you know, you're standing there and the other person's standing there and it's up to 10 and you both just keep standing there and no one's the first one to make the first move. And I, I hate making the first move. But you do. Okay. See, I cannot handle the tension of both of us being at 10. So I have, I just make the first move. I'm like, I'm not going to just stand here. I can't do it. <laughs> the thing is, I have card assist on. Oh, you do? I find oh. it actually quite useful. So when I get so, to 10, Oh, that's I something I was going to, I need to turn that on for you, Liam. Liam asked me to turn that on for him. Uh, and so if you go to settings, Liam, you can turn on card assist. So once you hit 10, then it'll automatically drop a unit right onto the board, uh, and it's it's is it the the oldest unit in your hand that it drops, or does it select for you? It's completely random. It's random. Okay, so um, so I have that off, uh, which which kind of bites me a little a uh, couple you know every once in a while where I'm like oh shoot I've been at ten for a couple seconds and I didn't drop anything, but for the most part I'm. I'm way down because I just use my cards right as I get them. What are the graphics? What are the what, Liam? Liam's looking through his options now. What, what are do you want? Graphics. Graphics. Oh, um, I think you can choose your graphics to be like a high definition or lower definition. So, like, if your internet connection isn't as good, you can turn the high down to medium or low. It just doesn't look as good. You don't need to do it because we have pretty good Wi-Fi, so. So Liam plays on my old phone, which means he can only really play at home, or if he's connected to Wi-Fi somewhere else, which on car trips is frustrating for him because he wants to <laughs> he wants to play online. But Just do but yeah, no, you can't even get onto it without an internet connection, can you? Uh, you can play offline. Yeah, you can do the offline like practice practice mode, but you don't get any rewards for it. So 
I can't do that, see, because when I try and get onto it without an internet connection, it just says it just uh, kicks me out. Oh, really? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, well, you know, I could be wrong then. I'm not sure. I thought you could do training without without an inter- internet connection, but I, I could be wrong about that. Um, I can't even turn it on with so, connection. There's kind of, I've two different types of people in Force Arena. Um, the person who has a really low energy deck and just spawns in loads of things right off the start. And the person who has a higher energy deck and has like more high energy cards, say like the ATST, um, or Obi-Wan even, because he's six energy. Um, yep. So well, what kind of person are you guys? How about you, Liam? Do you do you have a low energy deck? I, I tend to be low energy. My my both uh, of, I'm usually the middle. You're in the middle, yeah. Both of my decks are 2.9. Um, like both of my main decks that I use are 2.9, which I consider to be low, but I know people go lower than that. But, um, but I, 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 I do play with Obi-Wan though. So that's, but that's the only high energy card I have with my, with my Luke deck. And then I do 40th anniversary Vader in the, with the empire because I'm level three with him. I only have um, two. Yeah. I managed to get up to three before they took the option of getting his card away. So, <laughs> So, I'm at three, and then everything else that I'm I'm playing I'm with just one. one. I got a tank, and then everything else is pretty low energy with him. So, yeah. So, how about you, Nick? Do you you do low energy or? Um, I used to be a really high energy person when I was yeah. like tier three and tier four. I had a four point four. Wow. I average. Um, where I had like the ATSC death leader. Yeah. You know, practically my I think the lowest card energy I had was three. Um, yeah. But now it's 3.4, which I consider to be quite good, because I can usually just spawn in the card when I need to. Yeah. yeah that's pretty average. Um, that's a pretty average deck, I think. You know, it's like you got a mix of high and low. Uh, you know, what's funny is that Liam just started playing a game. <laughs> uh, oh, you're training. Okay, I was worried. Because I, I could have stopped it, because we might have just um, started playing a game, so I didn't oh. want to. Well, and I, I didn't yeah. want I didn't want our uh, Wi-Fi to be stressed when we're talking to you over Skype. But uh, if he's doing training, then it's not using the internet. I don't think so. That's fine. Um, so me, and, train- yeah, me and Liam uh, had to face each other the other day. Yeah. I just kicked her butt. You kicked whose butt? Leia's butt. Oh, Liam, Liam just played. Yes, like when you play training, it's very, minutes. very easy. But when you played Nick, I Liam, who, who won? Liam, when you played Nick. Nick. <laughs> one game it was really close, though. I oh, think. was it? That's good. Um, I'm pretty sure it was 4 1. <laughs> well, you know, you got one. So. Well, th- th- we played two, I thought. Oh. Th- yeah, the the other one was like. One, and we played a two versus two. Oh, a two versus two. I, honestly, I can never win with. In two versus two, I don't know what my problem is. I hate two. It seems, yeah, right. I I, no. I always lose. So yeah, we played a two versus two. We always lost. Yeah. So um, which they're kind of fun when you team up with people you know. And actually, what I think, uh, Liam, you and I played with our neighbor, your old neighbor who just moved, which is sad. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, Toby and Toby's in on on our guild also. He's the person who is a random string of letters. Yeah. Yeah. What's that, Nick? You said you talked to them? Yeah. 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 No, yeah. He's a good kid. Uh, he, he really likes the game. He thinks it's fun. So, 
and he actually, I think he has two accounts. <laughs> the other one is like sand something, I think. No, maybe not. I can't remember what his oh, other sand, account is. Sand and high um, Yeah, I think that was his other account. Yeah. What? Uh, sand high like. Oh, is that him? Sandy is he number Laker? one? He's number one. Is he number one in our guild right now? He's been playing a lot. We tied fourth in the co-op. That's funny. Really? Yeah. I don't see you up there. I, I see him. your fifth. Oh, no. He is... Fourth. No, sorry. He is... Uh, I think he's the Sowo Gararu. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. Oh, the names he comes up with. I don't know. He just randomly types Goro, on the keyboard. But, uh, but he has a couple Why different devices. A couple he? different devices that he plays on, so... Okay. But yeah, I think Nick, you and I tied for the first place, right, in the last season. Yeah, we did. Well, Which means I, that just means that that we play way way too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't. I couldn't believe it. I was, there was yeah. one Saturday where I was like, I, I'm confident. I'm going to be top of the co-op. I've got like 90 points. The last, yeah. next person is has 70. Then I look. <laughs> then I look. About two hours later, you are top of the co-op. <laughs> With like 110, I've got to catch up to him. So. Well, there was a Thursday that I was sick and I stayed home from work. And, and like half the day, I was just laying on the couch playing Force Arena. So uh, so that helped me out quite a bit. Um, Nick, do you do you watch any uh, any like tutorials or any, uh, any like streaming uh, videos online of uh, people playing uh, Force Arena? Although, I've watched a few. Yeah, uh, there's there's one user on YouTube who I watch. And I just get a kick out of him. He's so conceited. I mean, he's always talking about how he's going to just destroy the other person. But when he loses, he just kind of laughs it off, and he's obviously joking. Uh, but it's it's a gluten slayer, is his name, and he's. I just get a kick out of him, and he, and it's really well produced videos. You know, you kind of see him down in the lower left the way they do that. Uh, as he's playing, you can watch him playing. I don't understand how he plays. Like if he, if he's playing on a, on a tablet, it's really weird. Or if he like, maybe he plays and then he records his commentary after he plays the game and not while he's playing. I'm not sure how he does it, but it's really fun. And actually a lot of the strategies I've, I've, uh, I've utilized have come from, from him. Uh, uh, he, he likes to do, uh, Bantha in the back, uh, you know, where you drop the Bantha way back and give it time to to get to the fronts and, yeah. and that way you can, you know, uh, increase your energy while, it, while that Bantha's plodding along. And, uh, he calls for some reason, he calls the turret repair droid and the, uh, Aqualish repair guy, uh, Barry. I'm not quite sure why, but uh, oftentimes he'll drop a Barry in the back. <laughs> I don't know why, but now whenever I do it in my head, I say Barry in the back. <laughs> I, I hide my berry behind my shield generator so if the other if the other person looks they can't see him <laughs> I mean I know you can see him on the map but you know if you if you swipe your finger over the map and you know look around you know you can do that right yeah uh, you know and, and he's like hiding behind the shield generators <laughs> the, it says something about the ping icon and I don't know how to what's the ping icon uh, the ping icon I'm not quite sure what do you mean is it like when when you get like a? Because when you're um when you're matchmaking, it's, it's mm -hmm. like little tips. Like it says, tapping the ping icon will only show to allies. I don't know. So is that? That's a good question. So that would be only on a two versus two, right? Because yeah. showing to your ally would be you know, 
showing the the other person you're playing with who is your ally. Uh, poo, I don't know. That's a good question. I'll have to Google that later. Yeah, I've seen that. I I I just kind of ignored that tip, I guess. <laughs> so so Nick, you uh you have some ideas for uh, improvements to this game, which I am just floored by. So let's. Maybe before we, you do that, we could talk about the types of, like, what, what are the types of cards that we have in this game? So we have infantry, right? We have infantry, we have turrets, um, let's, we have repair, repair people. Um, yep. Uh, what else? There's melee. Uh, well, that's just to count as infantry. Um, leaders, yeah. unique cards. Um, and I think that's it, isn't it? So, uh, like bombers, I suppose, like tie, like yeah, bombers yeah. and strafers, sort of, and then uh, vehicles, right? Like yeah, uh, tanks, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you have some ideas for new cards that I, I, I really uh, got a kick out of. So let's let's hear those. <laughs> Do you want me to read them? You want, yeah. yeah, sure, sure. I'd love to. I'd love to hear your okay. thoughts on them. Um. So, I had an idea for two new. Uh, there's four new leaders. Well, I'm gonna go from Empire first, then Rebels. Sure. Which, uh, so I had an idea of two new leaders for the Empire, and I think because one big grab I have with the game is the lack of female leaders. Um, yep. Especially for the Empire, there's only one, a <laughs> seventh sister. Um, so I thought I'd add in Sienna Ree. Oh uh, yeah. Um, which I thought I think would be a uh, pretty cool. And so this is Sienna Ree from Lost Stars, right? So that she's the one who is with the Empire, even though, uh, even though her, you know, friend and and eventual lover is, you know, joins the the rebellion. Yeah. 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 So he's she just is in her Tie Fighter uniform, and just you know shoots just has a regular blaster, um, like a bit like a Krennic or Han. Uh, yeah. But her skill is so a bit how Hera uh, gets in the ghost. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I think Sienna would be really cool if she got on the TIE Fighter. Yeah. And um, concentrates like all the fire on one leader or a building. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like it's like a maybe maybe even like a, a TIE Interceptor or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or a TIE Defender. Yeah. So and then she, so her unique card I can't believe how much I've done. Um, her unique <laughs> card is Nash, Nash Windrider. Yes. Is a stormtrooper at one point, um, <laughs> and is then a Tie Fighter pilot, um, and he, um, I can't actually believe how much I've done. Um, he, he he's going to cost four energy. Uh huh. And so he has quite high health and attacks with a. Blaster, and after a couple of attacks, he bombs the leader or a turret with a, by calling in one of the tie bombers. Yeah, uh, which in hindsight, I don't think I don't know if that was a bit too overpowered. <laughs> um, but then an idea for another leader is General Viz from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Uh, so his skill is he gets in an attack. And Which we have not seen in the game yet. We have ATSTs, but no adats. And and I think that'd be almost like Krennic, how he had Death Troopers before they were in the game. Yeah. Um. So and so and he fry, fires three shots at the nearest building. 
Um, and his unique card is the Attack Pilot, and he he just attacks with his with his blaster, and uh, yeah, that's about it. And the and, and um, I, I was originally gonna have him like calling in an airstrike, but I, I don't know if I really wanna do that anymore. I, I would love to see what an AT-AT would look like on this game board. Like, <laughs> you you wouldn't even see the top of it. Like, you you just see these big legs. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it I think it would cost ten energy for a start, or like something ridiculous like that. Well, that's that's the highest. There, there is nothing that's worth ten energy right now, right? No, I think the highest is six, isn't it? Six, I think. Yeah, yeah. And what is that? Uh, well, Obi Wan six. Seven, seven for the ATSD. Eight, ATSD seven. Okay, yeah. I think that's the, the highest. ATSD is seven. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, ATSD seven. Yeah, that's the highest. Yeah. No, that would be cool. I would love to be <laughs> be able to bring an ad at to this to this party. <laughs> but then, but then it'd be pretty cool if like you spawned next wing and then. Oh, I don't know, like a, if you had a snow speeder card, and then it could just wrap its tow cable around the outset. <laughs> and then it would fall over. Or that could just be the reason, you know, because like you're going to have to have a reason that the ADAT leaves the field, right? So it's just part of the. It could just be part of the. Uh, the animation. Of the card, you know, like, yeah, like just part of the card is that after a certain. After it shoots three times. And it, you know, a, a snowspeeder just comes in and wraps it up, and it falls down, and then it disappears off the board. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Huh. Nice. So, yeah, I had an idea of two new units for the Empire, and which I actually yep. designed cards for, uh, which is pretty. Uh, yes, I we were looking at those. Those are those are awesome. So <laughs> I had the shore troopers. Yeah. Which uh, I based them off the. Uh, the Legends Imperial Bomb Squad troopers um, that like just put down explosives and yeah. So I, huh. I, the only way I can justify this is that 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 short trooper throws in the grenade to kill Bodhi. Sure. Um, uh, but yeah, so they they like fix down proximity charges every fifteen seconds. Um, and so it's a bit like Han's bombs, where he like when someone steps on them. Uh, they get take a lot of damage. So the short trooper never goes in for the attack. They just hang out and, and they're defensive, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. There's no unit like that yet. I mean, there's the right. I mean, I think there's the uh, you know the turret the turret repair units, yeah. but they don't they don't defend. They don't do any sort of damage. Uh, damage. Yeah. And so my my next unit was the Imperial Weapons Technician, and I based this guy as Chopper. Because Chopper's yeah. special ability is to disable a a tech unit. So this guy's ability is to disarm any tech unit for three seconds. Yeah. So he's like a he he gets his little I don't know what he have like a one of the droids little things that they put into the wall and yeah. um, go and uh, uh, turn it off. So it'd be a lot easier to take down turrets. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's. It seems like that's kind of what they do, and when they like, uh, like they had the Thai bomber for a while before they introduced the Y wing, right? Yeah. Like, like they they seem to eventually even out the types of cards yeah, that but, each faction yeah, has. So I, that's that's a good idea. And hmm. I even, uh, but I did kind of even it out with the rebels again because you can only play Chopper if you play Hera. 
So yeah. there's also the. Well, I'll get to that in a sec. Um, so for the rebels, um, the le- two leaders, uh, Ahsoka, um, rebels Ahsoka, which I think is a. Uh, I'd like to. I'd like definitely like to see some more girls. Yeah. Uh, and so her skill, which uh, is kind of based off that one Rebels episode where she turns off the Seventh Sister's lightsaber instead of fighting her. Yeah. Um, so she deactivates the opponent's weapon for like <laughs> seconds. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so sort of like a stun grenade almost, yeah. right? But but uh, but it doesn't stop them. It just stops their weapons. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I like um, that. And then, so her unique car would be Captain Rex. Yeah. It's going to cost six energy because I don't think he'd be, uh, he's just an older person. So he's driving around in his ATT. Oh, nice. (laughs) And and that just counts as a tank, has really high health. Yeah, yeah. It's got like, it's still going to have like the flags hanging off of it and everything. Yeah. Like has the the was it a, a juba or whatever the yeah you could have the 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 big worm thing like yeah. attached to the side like he I just caught it. like he just caught it <laughs> that would be that's awesome and also it'd bring in some more of the uh you know it'd be a nice connection to the the prequel era yeah because so far this all the units everything is you know the rebellion era and the empire you know. I definitely so, want Force Arena 2 and 3, where one of them is about the prequels and one of them is about the sequels. That would be awesome. Although, honestly, I would just prefer that they add. Yeah. Just add just add the prequel and sequel yeah. characters and just, you know, it doesn't have to make sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense already. Why You know, we have Hera fighting uh, Tarkin, you know, like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's already so many, you know, matchups that would never happen in Star Wars. Like, why not just go all in and add Kylo Ren and... You know, add Plo Koon. We need Plo to add one person. Who do we need to add, Liam? Yoda. Yoda, we yeah. I mean, Yoda. yeah, right. Of course, you know. <laughs> I want him hopping around the battlefield. That'd be awesome. That'd be so, <laughs> so <cute>. cool. Oh. <laughs> uh, but who would his unique be? Yoda's unique could be... Mace Windu. <laughs> sure. Wow. I don't know. It's given Mace Windu short shrift. Maybe yeah, I I put him as a unique lead. I just put him as a, a leader. He could I could see uh, Yoda having like R two as his oh, whacking him with his stick. <laughs> you naughty little thing. R two secret R two special weapon is just a flashlight. Which <laughs> is <laughs> he just shines the light on people. <laughs> well, he does. Have, he does have the, the proddy. Electro. No. That's true. That's true. Electric yeah. thingy that tases people's butts. <laughs> like in the Star Wars Lego video game. What? And also in Return of the Jedi. Liam had a sleepover uh, last night and he's a little tired. That's why his speech is slurring. Uh, <laughs> so alright. So you got you have another uh you have another unique card here. And um I think. Wedge. Wedge is Wedge. leader. So I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I was pretty, I was pretty tired when I wrote this because I put this is actually going to put shoots at close range with a blaster pistol, occasionally punching the enemy. What? <laughs> <Which> that's. I, <laughs> which I just think is weird. <laughs> so he shoot, shoot, run up to get you know right up there, punch back up, shoot, shoot. Yeah. Nice. I don't know what I was thinking. 
<laughs> it's a bit like um, what uh, speed. Yeah, yeah, and and doesn't Ezra do something like that too? I don't, he, I don't play with Ezra. But... He steps back and uh, fires blaster, doesn't he? And then he and then he pops forward again to use his lightsaber. Yeah, that's right. Huh. Give him a good punch. <laughs> and so his skill would be so he'd set his blaster to stun, and um, basically like a stun grenade. Oh yeah. And Ata. His unique card is Wes Jansen, which you probably haven't heard of. Uh, you might probably have. Um, he's one of the guys on Hoth. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he, he shares the snow speeder with Wedge. Yeah, nice shot, Jansen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, so he fights with his just with his blaster and he occasionally throws a little grenade. Nice. And I promise you, this is the last time. Um, the, <laughs> I'm loving these. The new u- units, uh, Rebel Marines, yeah. which is basically, there's a brack assassins of the rebels. Oh, sure. And so they just disappear, and when you least expect it, pop out of nowhere and start shooting you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the, my idea is that, you know how like there's a brack you use magic? Um, uh-huh. Did they use like a cloaking device or something? Sure. And oh, is that you know? I I had wondered if that was. I didn't realize that was the explanation for why those Zabrak assassins just disappear off the board. But that makes sense that they because the Night Sisters actually were able to do something like that too in the Clone Wars. Um, do you use those Zabrak assassins? I don't, but I've seen pretty much everybody I play uses them. Yeah, I I, I do. I'm not a huge fan because when you drop them, the other person can see that you drop them and then they disappear. Yeah. I really, I really wish you were able to drop them without the other person seeing that you drop them at all. Yeah. And they, they don't even do that much damage when they come out. If I'm being yeah. Yeah. But it's just a bit, and you can, I, I think it would be more effective if you couldn't wipe them out with next swing. Yeah. Um, because you can, you just can when you see them spawning, you can just put the X-Wing on and they're not there anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like X-Wings and TIEs are, are a little bit, a little bit too powerful because you can take out so many troops at once. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. overpowering. But that's, but that's because I like to play swarms, uh, with my, <laughs> with my decks. So they're I'm always like, dang it. What's that? They're pretty intimidating. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, what else? You had Rebel Technician. Yeah, that's that's about it, and it's just the same as the Imperial Weapons Technician. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So, I, I, I seem to, I thought that you had said something about, and I, and it goes after what I had just said about the TIE Fighters and the X-Wings, uh, uh, a, a card that would, a unit that would be able to disable... Or, or shoot down an X-Wing before it has a chance to make its strafing run. Yeah, um, um I, that was in my first thing. I yeah, yeah. A Rebel Gunner. Um, I like that idea. I, I think it would be cool, but I think that what if the other person isn't playing X-Wings, which I know is pretty rare, but it, I've seen people not do it. Um, oh, yeah. And so they they just be pointless. I don't, I don't play X-Wings when I play with my Luke deck. Um, I do the... The way I take care of the... Um, you know the swarms and everything is with my uh, my uh, what's it called the uh, the ion mine. Oh, the ion mine, yeah. Yeah, I use the ion, and that's how I get rid of the technicians too. That's um, true. yeah. So, 
But you know what's funny is I was looking up I was looking up the uh, Dresselian sniper, and I don't know if this was ever the case or if this website was just mistaken. But the website I was looking at it was it was dated. I mean it was it was kind of old. Um, it said that the sniper was able to shoot down Tie Fighters. Really? And and I'm like, wait a second, like <laughs> that's not right. Like I've played that sniper before. Um, so I wonder if that was a if that was an ability that it had when they first released it, or if that website was just mistaken. But it's interesting to me that you're not you're not the first one to think of that, I guess, <laughs> because I it said that this this card did that, but I know that it doesn't. Uh, but yeah, no, I would I would like to be able to defend, and then you're kind of you're kind of taking a chance, right? When you uh, when you play that card, you know, because and then also like you can tell within the first what. Uh, 30 seconds of a game, whether or not someone has, you know, a tie or a X-Wing in their deck because they're going to use it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then if you know they have one, then you're going to play this card. If, the, if, if they don't have one, then you're kind of stuck with an extra card in your deck, but whatever. Um, I do hate when I get my, my decks randomly shuffled and I, uh, when I'm playing with the empire and, and I'll have like a, <laughs> So I'll play with my 40th anniversary Vader yeah. and my deck will be, uh, or no, I'll be playing with Luke and my deck will be an Ion Mine and a Aqualish Engineer and, and Obi-Wan. And I'm like, come on, what? <laughs> you know, cause I don't want to, I don't want to drop my Obi-Wan right away. I don't want to drop my Ion Mine anyway. I yeah. don't want to drop my, you know, so I, you know, so I don't know, but okay. I usually end up winning, so it's okay. <laughs> I usually end up winning with Chronic. Yeah. Oh man. So honestly, I could, I never thought in a million years there would be an app, a game app that I could sit and talk about as much as I talk about force arena. Like Liam and I are talking about it too, a lot. And it's just, I don't know. I love this game so much. Like I don't ever want this game to go away and I want them to, I mean, I'm, I'm tier six right now. Uh, two stars and, and you get three stars and then you go up the next tier after that. I'm um, but I'm hoping they they increase the tiers because I'm sure people there are people out there people out there are maxed out I'm sure at tier seven three stars and no the, you know. the, the, tier seven doesn't have stars just tier seven oh is that right oh that's right so I mean they I think they should they may as well make it go higher and people are going to get higher oh, I don't know eight thousand rating points and they're still just in tier seven right right how much so do you, how, where do you see how many stars you have. Oh, it shows here. You are tier three, uh, two stars. See the two stars underneath tier three. Oh. Yep. Um, yeah. So, so Nick, uh, is there anything else that you had to to talk to us about here about Force Arena? Well, I was just gonna anything? say that maybe after this show we could have a little uh, a little battle, maybe if I. Asked. I was, and and I think that's a great idea. But I think an even better idea would be just to do it on the show. <laughs> That would be, I'm going to go and ask, I'm just going to go and get an iPad. I'm just going to go back. <laughs> One second. All right, sounds good. Spongedingus keeps on giving me cards. He's so nice. Spongedingus? Spongedingus. Spongedingus keeps on, are you there, Nick? Spongedingus keeps on giving you cards, Liam? Oh, I wonder who Spongedingus is. You don't know who he is. I don't know who he is either. Where I have no is idea. Spongedingus? He's really good. Yeah, Sponge Dingus is, uh, what is he? Number three. 
He's a He's a tier six, three stars, level twelve. Yeah. Yeah, he is good. Wow, he's only level twelve and he's on tier six. I'm level nine and I'm on tier three. Oh, but it's really hard to level up once you get to the higher levels. Like I've been on level twelve for like a month. You know? Yeah? Yeah, like the, the higher the level, the higher harder it is to level up. And Nick was listening to this whole thing and we didn't think he was. <laughs> He's going to get an iPad, he said, so when he comes back I'm I'm sure we'll hear him. So, Liam, did you have anything more that you wanted to say about Force Arena? You've kind of been playing while we've been talking. <laughs> but uh, but you played it with your neighbor with Toby, right? I mean, you played yeah, it with... I uh, can open a pack right now. Oh, you can open a free pack, yeah. Okay. Um, but you and Toby have been playing so online. Only four cards in one pack. Have you and Toby been playing online since he, since uh, he moved? Not really. No, but you can connect. You'll see if he's online. It's kind of nice you can see who's online in the guild. I always forget to look. Um... What do you mean we can choose? So when you when you go to guild chat, where it says online members, you can click on that little thing and you can see who else is online. Right now, you, me, and Sponge Dingus are online. <laughs> hey, if Sponge Dingus, if you happen to listen to this, uh, thanks for donating cards to Liam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, there's Nick. He's online. Nicky, there? No, he's not there yet. Okay. Hey, Nick, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I just you're there. Just All right. Back. Awesome. Uh, we we now. see that you're online now. <laughs> I was just showing Liam how to see who's online because his his neighbor who moved away, uh, I mean he still lives in the same city as us, but he moved away. Uh, so we don't we're not going to see him every day, you know, during the summer. Uh, but it's nice to be able to see when he's online. They can still play Force Arena together, which is kind of nice. Um, so we have uh, Liam is trying to start a friendly match. Oh, cool! Yeah, definitely. Now, did you did you want to play a match against Liam? Uh, all right, so Liam, you're waiting. Oh, right, and... here we go. Here we go. Oh. Joining. Wait, I'm um, no. Here. I need to. Oh, you picked the Empire. Nice one. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go base. Oh, and and Nick, I see that you just requested cards. Yeah. I tried to donate, but I reached my donate max, so <laughs> I have to wait. I donated too many cards. Liam was commenting while you were going to get your iPad that uh, Sponge Dingus tends oh, to donate a lot really to him. Really nice. Really nice, yeah. I know, I, I, yeah, Sponge Dingus. He seems to be a nice person. If you're listening to this, you're I have, really nice. I have no idea who Sponge Dingus is. Alright, so you guys, you're starting to play. I'm, I'm watching Liam's screen here. Um, while you're playing... Uh, so the other the the people who started the guild that we're in the Jodo Cast they have a they have a podcast called the Jodo Cast and uh, one of them lives in in Fargo at least so I've never actually met him but but I follow him on Twitter and uh, have listened to the show and we've we've uh, communicated a little bit that's a rogue Dakotan watch out Liam uh, I just spawned in a gonk droid oh oh his his gonk droid's getting in Liam you can turn the sound on if you want. Uh, his gonk droid is getting, uh, got your turret on the, on the right there. Oh, that's loud. That's okay. Turn it down a little bit. There we go. Woo! Oh. Eesh. Alright, so... What? How'd you get Baze to use his gun? I've never had Baze use his gun before. I mean, not Baze. Chirrut. Oh, Chirrut used his, uh, his bow. Bow. bow rifle to take down your turret. 
Yeah, so Liam just used his uh, TIE bomber to clear out some troops there. And, uh, oh, Liam's going after Nick. Oh, I love that move with the Inquisitor. So I used to play with the Inquisitor all the time, and I'd use the stun grenade. And I'd just stun someone, I'd walk up and I'd use a special move and they would be dead. Uh, and now I do that with Vader, which is nice. The 40th anniversary Vader. <laughs> so, so Liam taps the screen with such ferocity that I'm afraid he's going to crack it. <laughs> Can you turn it down a little bit more, bud? It's a little bit loud. No, that's up. That's up. <laughs> So Nick, do you ever uh, communicate with people during the game, like while you're dead, say good game, just to uh, just kind of fake them out? You? No. <laughs> sometimes I do. I say good luck at the beginning of the match sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. But sometimes I'll be like, good game, when I when they get a turret, and then and then I'll come back and I'll I'll beat them. I really I really am all about giving the thumbs up no matter what and saying good game at the end of the match no matter what. I said good job or good game. Good job or good game, I don't yeah. always give thumbs up, though. I usually do. I think the only time I didn't give a thumbs up is when I was playing someone with, like, I think their name was, like, Make America Great Again, and I'm like, you know what, I'm not giving you anything. You get no thumbs up from me or good game. <laughs> there you go. Because nice. I'm all about nice it. Nice job. Zero to two. So that Three. was a. So Nick just kind of defeated me. Defeated you with a plum. Uh, let's see. I can't thumbs up you. Sorry. Oh, and he can't thumbs up you. That's weird. No, oh, well. Do you look at the deck info, Nick, and and kind of see what sort of deck they were playing when they uh, uh, when you beat them ever? Yeah, I do sometimes, and I. Yeah. Uh, I've got a premium booster at the moment, so I'm just over some packs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got that too. Uh, have you... So I have yet to pay any money for this game at all. No. Um, and I, you have not? Never. I don't think it works, really. I mean, if it's a free game, why should I have to pay in it? <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of my, my theory, too. I, I keep thinking to myself, though, like... I want the game to keep going, so... And I think the only way they make money is people buying the premium stuff, so or like buying things in the shop. Or, I don't know. I've 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 considered buying just like one bundle of uh, like one thousand one hundred crystals for ten dollars. Doing doing that once and, and just not doing it again, just to support the game. Uh, but you know, hey, by talking about it on this show and having people listen. Uh, I'm supporting the game already, so uh, Force Arena does not is not an advertiser for us. Uh, <laughs> I am getting no money for this. I just like the game this much, and that's why we're talking about this. Uh, so, Nick, uh, how about you and I play a quick game here, and then I think uh, my battery's almost dead on my computer. So, uh, do you want to start one, and I'll join? Yes, and uh, it's the first time I've ever played you. I'm playing Chronic. That's true, and I will play Luke. Here we probably, go. you're probably gonna beat me. No, you'll probably because beat me. I don't know. I don't know. If if you beat me, then we're gonna play again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna be 40th anniversary Vader. <laughs> I'm gonna be 40th anniversary Luke then. 
<laughs> I, I do like playing those against each other. Uh, mostly because I always beat 40th anniversary. <laughs> I realized I've told you all my strategies. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now I know. Now we're going to play chicken. Going to get to 10. I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> oh, come on. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, Iron Mine, I hate that so much. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love the Iron Mine. Uh, I'm going to get healed now. Get out of here. Still got all my death trooper, nice. My old ploy. What do they do? What do the Iron Mines do? See, now I don't understand. Okay, so I love Obi-Wan, and I hate Obi-Wan. Because why didn't he just turn that tank? Because it's I... only organic allies. No, it's not true. He turns tanks. Because there's an organic driving the tank. I've seen him turn tanks before. Yeah, he won't turn... He, he won't turn an ATST. Oh, look at that. Oh, nice one, man. How did I get that? How did you... I don't, even know how I, I don't even know how I got that. What'd you do? I got one of his turrets. Um, now it's defense. Now I just sit here and I play defense. <laughs> That's how I play this game. That's how you want to play. That's how you're going to play. <laughs> Once I get a turret done, <laughs> I also like to trap people in between two different uh, two different characters. So once I have a turret down, I'll drop one in the back and then drop one in the front. Oh, yeah, I'll take that. Oof! Barry just finished repairing my uh, my turret. Thanks, Barry. <laughs> Come on, Obi-Wan. Seriously, there are games where he switches everyone and games where he will switch no one. Oh, get out of there, get out of there, get out of there. Oh, dang it. Uh-oh. Oh, come on, come on. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> that was bad. Oh, you're going to go to the attack now? Uh... Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Drop that iron. Oh, get out of there, get out of there. Oh, whatever. I'll take it. I'll take it. If I took my headphones out and stuff. I'm trying to get into tank now. Right, hopefully this guy spawns in some more people. Oh, stop deflecting! I love the... There's nothing I hate worse than when I'm playing against just regular Luke and he deflects my 40th anniversary Vader blasts and I'm like, are you kidding me? It's too overpowered now. <laughs> it is, honestly. Like, And I played Luke for so long before I realized... Good game, Nick. Yeah. Uh, before I realized that I could just stand there. No, I won't. And uh, I could just stand there and deflect all these shots, even, even from a tank, which is just... Why can't I thumbs up you? I don't know. Things because it's a friendly match. It oh, that's why. That's why. Why? Did you want to because it's a friendly, me? friendly match. Oh uh, well, that was fun. Thank you, Nick, for playing the game, those games with us. And uh, yeah. I think, I think we're gonna call it good. We'll probably play again once we're done with the show. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, I think I think we're good. Oh. Is there anything else you wanted to, to bring up or talk about? No, at all. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, and thanks everyone for listening. If you're still listening, if uh, if we didn't bore you to, to death with our Force Arena talk, <laughs> uh, I I found it thrilling 
and exciting, and I'm I loved geeking out about this with you, Nick. Uh, and as always, thank you to everyone who supports us over on patreoncom children of the forest, including you and your family, Nick. Thanks again so much so for doing that. We really, really appreciate it. I'm sorry, what's that? To a worthy cause. Oh well, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, and if uh, if you'd like to reach out to us online. Anywhere else, you can contact us via Twitter at Force Children. On Facebook, we're Children of the Force. Our email is forcechildren at gmail.com. Our website is childrenoftheforce.com. Head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail that we will almost positively play on the show. And finally, leave us a review on iTunes. Doing so will make it easier for more people to find us. All right. Well, for Children of the Force Arena, I'm Al. Liam's playing right now, so he's totally zoned I'm Liam. (laughs) I'm Nick. All right, and... May the Force Arena be with you!